For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. football be another weekend of upsets we got more upsets this weekend four top 25 teams go down this weekend uh including i'm sorry b-way i'm not gonna rip on you too much your nittany lions lost to illinois in nine overtimes i can't even say it right nine overtimes uh you gotta love big Ten football don't you how, how crazy was that game well and all my group texts I don't forget which one it was because I'm in way too many. But <laughs> uh, I texted out, like, by the fifth overtime, I realized Penn State's not good. Uh, we had nine chances to get in from the two-yard line in overtime. Well, no, the last three. So it was last – after two, it goes to the new format or whatever. Yeah. So we had seven. And we go six for seven with getting in from the two-yard line. I don't think you can be an elite football team and have a, and have that kind of success rate from the two yard line. It was it was just frustrating to watch. Uh, we still got problems up front. Our quarterback didn't come back strong. I don't know if he's still hurt, but he was probably the best option. I don't know, man. It's a tough loss. It's a real bad loss for Penn State. Real bad loss for James Franklin. Uh, if this was like you know down south in your country, you would probably ask him to be fired or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I think Franklin's has a long track record, you know. He's not, you know, but that, you know, here's a stat. I got a stat for you. <laughs> Illinois ran for, I can't even say it. Illinois ran for 26 yards against Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin, you know, is good on defense. They've been good on defense all year. But Penn State's good on defense. Both of it. This week, they ran for 357 yards on Penn State. I couldn't believe that. Now, okay. now, legitimately, in regulation, you had them to 10 points. You hold somebody to 10 points, you got to win the game. That's on the offense yeah. a lot of it. But still, Penn State's whole game plan this year has been built on their defense and allow 357 yards rushing. That is nuts to me. I don't know. Like, as a fan, it hurts you every time you saw it. Like, you knew what was coming. And as soon as it went to OT, you're like, oh, my God, this ain't – it was homecoming. Packed house. Like, it, we are. Knew it wasn't going to be good. Like, as soon as we got the home – I mean, as, as soon as we got the overtime, you're like, this is not going to be good. It's, yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's a, That's a bad loss. That, there's no way to say it. That is not a good loss. There are, you know, there are good losses. Like, you guys lost to Iowa, and I was like, well, a top-10 team at home. You lost your quarterback. I'm like, I gave you guys a mulligan. I did. You know, I came on here and, and I ranked you guys ahead of Ohio State. But that's a bad loss. You can't lose to Illinois. Illinois. Illinois stinks. I know they played well that game. And I, I do believe that what C.J. Frederick said, that I think Brett Berlima is going to get them rolling. Uh, but they're not very good. And for, for I don't know, Penn State's looking ahead to Ohio State. I, I don't know what's going on. And then the last thing I'll say is, I feel bad for Sean Clifford, man. The guy was clearly dinged. He was clearly hurt, and he's out there because you don't have a backup quarterback. You don't got a kid ready to go. Well, we should next year, but, you know, we lose everybody else. Probably lose well, yeah. the, the, the Aller kid, Drew Aller, your, your top quarterback, is number one quarterback in 2022 class. Like, he's got a chance to come in and start next year. He really does because those two young guys just aren't there, and Clifford's leaving. He's graduating. So, yeah, I, I think so, but. That's a and tough loss. Coming, he's coming in, in uh, January too, so yeah, yeah January. That, that's what you do if you get there January. That gives you a heads up on on everything. So, all right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, we got a special guest on here. So on this episode of the Big Ten Football Show, we will talk about the weekend games. We're gonna get into the weekend games. We gotta talk about Dabo. Dabo lost to me. That make you happy? 
I can't allow the Big Dabble guy. Pitt is the best college football team in Pennsylvania. I thought about cheering for them now, man. Just wave them and just throw in my Penn State hat. <laughs> and we have our guest, which we're going to come on here momentarily, Andrew Callista, Fox 43. He's going to be on the show. And then how we did with our picks. B, I know you, you had a rough weekend, but you went 3-0 in your picks at least. And in next week's picks, a lot of big games, and then my top ten. I change some things. He might rip me for it, but that's all right. I, I watched a lot of the games, and I have some strong feelings. So here you go. Andrew Kless is going to join us from Fox 43. He he was at the game on Saturday. He does a great job for Fox 43. Um, he does the high school football games. Uh, you guys, check him out, Fox 43. But he also does – he goes a lot of the Penn State games. And um, I don't think he's going to Columbus this weekend. <laughs> What are you guys doing in Columbus, too, man? You're talking about a scarlet out? Are you guys trying to be like us? Oh, it's stupid. I agree. It's stupid. Don't be us. Yeah, they've been trying to do this the last four, five, six years. It, it, it makes no sense. It, it doesn't work. We're, and here's the thing. It just doesn't work. I mean, Ohio Stadium is like can be a loud place, but it, do, it doesn't work. They're, they're wearing the, all the scarlet, all jersey. They're, they're all one color of red. <laughs> it was, oh, it was So with this loss, is, is is Franklin on the hot seat? No. no. Why why do we give him a, a pass? Money. <laughs> there's there money, there's no clear cut. Who do you already it was what 28 million dollar buyout? No. He's Whew. he's there. He's there until he wants to leave. And I th- I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad job. I'm 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 not. I'm just pointing out deficiencies and in what's going on here. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's it. And, and nor do I think you should be on the hot seat now going into 2016. I said, if you lose the pit, depending on how that season goes, then you get on the hot seat. Well, you know, they lost the pit. In my opinion, I put them on the hot seat. They rebounded. They bounced back after Michigan. I would say that hot seat was a little warmer. It wasn't boiling hot back then, but no, I mean, you look at everything he's done. It's still, you know, you've gone to good bowl games and everything else. Got to find a way to beat, um, you know, one of these three teams coming up here. And I don't know which one it is, if it's Ohio State, Michigan State, or Michigan. Got to find one of those who at least kind of salvage the season in the eyes of the, the Penn State fan base because of how it started and, and overselling and then maybe under-delivering, you know, in terms of what you're talking about and being so tough and things like that. But – you know, it's no, it's it's just not going anywhere. I just wish we'd cool, cool it with the, you know, certain guys. We need four. We need the uh, the facilities upgraded and everything out, and let's pour in all the money and and everything else like that. Let's get let's focus on things that actually win football games. Mean this up front. Let's focus on that. I'm telling you right now, you, you can find a bunch of guys that are mean up front somewhere in the state of Pennsylvania that maybe don't have stars. Brett Bielema found guys who, he, who five days, six days ago, he called not even worthy to be in. Let me rephrase that. He didn't say they weren't worthy to be on scholarship, but he said the guys that were on the too deep on the offensive line were providing them no meaningful contribution to the program or something to that effect. And they ran for 400 yards. The quote <laughs> was unreal. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I agree. I, I yeah. A lot of former teammates that I played with are going crazy right now, but they were going crazy before the game. They're not a big Franklin guy for some reason, but they are going nuts about this guy still being able to be so safe in his job. But Levo, well, let Levo, let Lavar Arrington is is doing all his bidding on, in the national media, so um, saying he'd go to USC because of the not not getting the upgrades to the facilities and stuff like that. Hey, cut a paycheck, Lavar. Cut a check. <laughs> he got it. Cut uh, a check. And, and, and let's just say Franklin does go to USC. I mean, you guys are in a good position. You like to me. You, I don't know what you think. I to me, I call Luke Fickle up. I call him up. I call Matt Can uh, uh, Campbell up, and and, and and I call those guys up. And you guys are fine. You know, Penn State's always going to be able to draw. Yeah, coaches. I think I think you could get a a, a guy that's just as good. Yeah. And, and let me let me rephrase. If he if Franklin goes, it's completely on. Nobody's pushing Franklin out, and I don't know if anybody should be pushing Franklin out. Matt Campbell, Luke Fickle, anybody else? Like you get a good coach to replace yeah, you, him. It's a it's a you know the found for what Penn State's gone through. I don't think two staffs to go get enough of credit 
for the foundation that was yeah. built at Penn State. Yeah. I don't think that. It's all what we're building here and this and that. And, you know. Dude, I got to talk to you about Sean Clifford. Yes. I got to give the guy credit. He clearly is hurt. And, and, and I, I kind of feel for him. I feel for him big time because – Andrew, I thought he was playing really well and he got hurt. And now he's put in this position where they don't really have a backup quarterback. They feel comfortable with it. And now he's got to play. Like, what do you feel? Don't you feel as a Penn State fan and you're someone covering this team? Like, he's playing his guts out. It just, it, it, he's got a tough spot this week because he's clearly hurt. Yeah. It's, I mean, I do feel bad for Clifford. I do. I feel bad that he got hit and nobody came to defend him. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm incredulous at that. I was freaking out on the sidelines. I was. I was, I was, I was appalled that nobody came to defend him. And early, earlier I said, Steve Troutwine is the offensive coordinator. Little flashback in names. I'm, I'm thinking of the all-time leading basketball scorer at my high school. Uh, Phil Troutwine, excuse me. Sorry, got on a rant there. Um, yeah, but um, I do feel bad for him. He is playing his heart out. I mean, he, he was immobile. I mean, Franklin said after the game, if that was if it was part of the uh, after the game, if it was part of the game plan, um, to not have him run, and it just said he was limited. You know, I'll have to go back and rewatch the press conference and everything. I haven't had time to do it today, but I get that normally done during the week. Um, but there were definitely things that he could not do. I don't think he could throw. He's been accurate all season. Yeah, yeah, it's been, been accurate all season. No accuracy. And that ball that was thrown to Jahan Dotson, which was the biggest play of the day for Penn State, you know, that was a duck. It was a quacker. It was a ball that shouldn't have been thrown. Yeah, that was a great play by the wide out more than the Yeah, play. that was a great play. Which, if he makes that play against Iowa, that's a touchdown instead of an interception. Very similar play, you know, at the goal line. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, there was no threat of him keeping the ball. Now, there were times where I think Sean Clifford needed to throw the ball away to avoid some sacks and pressure yesterday. I do think that. And he didn't get any help. He didn't get any help. Now, what, here, key play for me the game. Penn State creates a fumble. Sack for a loss. Sikowski, Polish power, gets blown up. Penn State has the ball. Okay? Next three plays. Rush for three yards. Pass complete for three yards, incomplete. Penn State holding decline. Jordan, Jordan Stout field goal, no good. There's a defining moment in the game for me. After all the other bull crap that was going on, you finally had a chance to make a statement right there and didn't do it. You, nothing was done in that third quarter. Gotcha. Right there. Penn State gets the ball back after Illinois misses a field goal attempt. Finally, they put together a decent drive. And by decent drive, I mean they got one first down. <laughs> one first down. They're at the Illinois 41-yard line. Sean Clifford pass incomplete to Theo Johnson. He catches it. It might be six. Help the quarterback out. Get that. It hit him right in the bread basket off the face mask. And I might be in a harsh and, – and I never – I mean – Never would I ever criticize a college player in a thing of like saying like, and, and I don't want it to come off with that because these guys are phenomenal athletes. And yes, I get it that they're 18 to 20 year old kids. Hey, NIL changed all that. You want to fight for this? You want to get paid? NIL changes all of that. In my personal opinion. It does. Yeah, now they can be criticized. So. You want to sell cars? You want your name on t-shirts? You want all that? Hey, I mean, that's, yeah. It comes with the territory, and yes, I'm saying saying it, but you got to help your quarterback out, and Sean Clifford did not get a lot of help yesterday. He didn't. He didn't do a lot to help himself, and I know he's a gamer, but at some point, maybe pull the reins back. And if he, if, if that's the best product, and that he gave Penn State the best chance to win yesterday, let's just say Penn State's had some recruiting misses, and it doesn't all come down to the transfer portal of Bowens and Levis going out. Right, like – yeah, yeah, I just – it stinks you just don't have that backup ready. And you're you do. playing a kid that's clearly hurt. He's three years in the program, by the way. Robert's – yeah, the, the backup. Three years in the program. Yeah, I know. It's like he's not ready. He's, I, I don't know if he'll ever be ready. He just – you could see it. That's tough, the Iowa game to be thrown out there. 
but but uh-huh. after after a week of practice, they don't feel. Who's the other kid, by the way? The other freshman man, Christian. Um, I I'm terrible. I pronounces his name. Uh, uh, I think it's Valu. Yeah. <laughs> Just have Aller reclassify and play this week. <laughs> Jeez. Man, you know, I mean, there were some big misplays there. Like that, we, our best defender dropped the interception uh, in the fourth. That's the thing. I mean, and 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 Jaquan or, or Jaquan, not Jaquan, Jaquan uh, Brisker. Yeah, he he owned it after the game. I mean, that's a game winning play. Yep. It's a game winning play, and you know he makes those. He makes those there, every year. <laughs> there's times. There's times. All like in the past, Penn State All Americans have said, "I need to make a play," and he said after the game, "I needed to make the play." That's not the. I want to say this. That's not the reason why Penn State lost. No, I mean definitely not. Yes, if you want to. Pointed a single, uh, yeah, make the play. The game shouldn't have been in overtime. It should not have been in overtime. We shouldn't have been running Nittany Lions special in overtime <laughs> on your first two-point conversion attempt. Well, we with, the quarterback, with the quarterback that, you know. He's dinged up. It's dinged up, which they basically yeah. kept out like an Uncle to Bernie's episode or a Weekend at Bernie's, you know. Yeah. His, I, he wasn't even nearly himself. Nope. All right, B, go ahead. You got a question? So what can we do, or not we, I guess, but what can Penn State do? Like, what do, what do we need to get to that next step, that, to that next top tier of being an elite program? Fix the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Simple as that. Remember, do you guys remember Chance Warlock? No. From Alabama? Oh, the guard? Was he a guard? Yeah. Yeah. His stomach had a Twitter handle about 30 seconds after he appeared at the national championship game coming out of the tunnel. There's got to be a nastiness up there. (laughs) There's got to be a nastiness up there. Brandon, name the nasty offensive linemen that were up there when you were there. I played with Levi. There you go. First round (laughs) draft pick. Yeah. First round draft pick. I mean, yeah. I mean, Donovan I mean, Smith. Donovan Smith was good. Was a good lineman for Penn State. Yep. He protected Tom Brady's backside. Kareem McKenzie, good lineman back in the day. You know, I'm just, I'm just. Here, I'll go back into the '80s. Steve Wisniewski is probably the meanest guy to ever play at Penn State on offense, on the offensive line. He probably is the meanest guy. Should yep. be in the NFL Hall of Fame. He's, he's not. Have Mike Munchak come in and do a clinic. <laughs> yeah. Something. You are you are not going to be an elite football program elite if you cannot get guys moved off the ball when they know you're going to run. No, no, you're right. And that's and the bottom like, line. I, I I agree, and I and you know not to bring Ohio State up in this, but. You know, the Ohio State's got amazing skill, but, but their old line this year might be the best in the country. Their old line is so good, and they're, they're probably like six, seven deep, and they're really good. They're so good that they took their left tackle, Thayer Munford, who was a four-year, three-year starter, and they had another kid that was better, and they moved him to left guard. And it's actually going to help there because he's really was he's going to be now probably a second, third-round picket guard. He really wasn't going to be a drafted as a tackle. That's how good they are. And like, I agree. Like it, it, like I see it all the time. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan and my Brown, my Browns were down to third string running back Thursday night, their backup quarterback and their third string running back ran for 146 yards. Why they're running the ball. He's not getting hit for three yards. Yeah. He's making somebody miss, but he's not getting hit for three, four yards consistently down the field. Then he makes somebody miss and he gets eight yards. Like it's 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 all you know. Everybody, the fans don't get that. You know, the, Way and I know that because we coach football. It all starts up front most of the time. The if job of front, the running back. The job of the running back is to make the first guy miss. The first right. guy's on you. If the second guy's getting you a yard back in the backfield, that's a problem. Yeah, that's right. a problem. You know, I'm, I'm just. That, to me, that's the deficiency with Penn State. Alabama's been able to win some national championships with not stellar QBs, with QBs who maybe are a tad better than Sean Clifford. I'm just saying, like, 
you know, they're not all they're not all NFL backup QBs coming out of coming out of Bama. I mean, not all of them. I mean, yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I agree. They're like, not, they're not like, all Mac Jones either. Alabama well, like, hasn't had Mac Jones. Well, like, know? like one of the best awards in college football was, was it the Joe Moore Award, where they 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 rank, they rank and then they give award for the best offensive line line and. Like two years ago, LSU won it, and like they won that championship. Like and it was Joe Burrow; he was great. The Chase kid, Jefferson. I mean, that was unreal. But like, it, I agree, O line is it's so important. And, and know, at my, the same time, you can say it about a lot of programs. Why was LSU never able to top Bama with all the talent? Because they had nobody to throw the ball. True. You know, Matt Flynn was the best guy to like come out there, and then you know, um, yeah. then you had Jamarcus, and you know, you get Joe Burrow in there, and you put together a magical season. Yep. Now, now, now I, yeah, I fully expect Penn State. If Penn State got heart and desire, and I know they do, I fully expect them to come out and play, play, play well against Ohio State. I do. I, do. I mean, the, the line is intriguing. I'm going to tell you, it's almost like a trap line. What's the line up to now? It keeps going up, right? Uh, last I saw it was at 17 and a half. Um, yeah, what? I just checked it like an hour ago. It was like 15. Yeah, Penn State's gonna. Uh, Penn State's going to play better next week. They just are. I mean, you have more faith than I do. Yeah, they're they're going to play better. They're not going to they're not going to roll over. I'm not like this is not going to be a Christian Hackenberg 2015 game where it's like 31 to eight and it's just a tee off. No, I expect it to be a close game. Um, I don't I don't see it being close. If we play the way we played and Sean Glover's not better, like he's not. I don't see him getting extra. Healthier in a week after yeah. taking the beat he took yesterday. That's true. I mean, I I would, I I because like Clifford was really saving their bacon because he couldn't run the ball and he was making amazing plays and now he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a. I don't know. What you guys got to do is if if you got a shot to beat Ohio State, you got to do it's got to be a better. I know you lost that D tackle who's really good. Oh, uh, PJ. But, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. heart and soul on the defense. You gotta. Be able to shut down Ohio, slow Ohio State's run game a little bit, and put some pressure on Stroud. If yeah. you do that and slow down that Ohio State's clicking on all cylinders on offense. If you could slow them down and shut and shut down the off, you know, make them in some third and longs and make hey, Stroud third and eight, third and ten, heat them up a little bit. All easy, all easier said than done. Um, all easier said than done. Curtis yeah. Jacobs got to have a good game for Penn State. He's playing really well. Uh, Eva Katie, he's got to, you know continues to play hard every play. I mean, they play hard. I mean, I don't want – and the other thing is, is, like, people need to relax. You know, there's some things going on in, in, in my life that, you know, make you step back and be like, this really is just a football game. And it yeah, is a college right. football right. game. Right, I agree. Being played by 18 to 21-year-olds. What gets people fired up is they see the price tags of coaches, and that's what gets people all fired up. And, again, it's all understandable, and I get it. But I expect Penn State to come out. I expect them to play better. Motivation is always the thing. They weren't motivated. I, I don't think coming to bye week, I asked them after everybody in the Iowa game, is the bye week at a good time? And, you know, like Ellis Brooks says, I'm not going to – I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it's here. We'll deal with it. I think if they play Illinois last week, I think maybe they get – I think maybe they go out and they roll them. I do, even with the backup quarterback. I, Because I, I, they're a way better football team. They are. Oh yeah, They're I mean, talking. of course. Don't you think Penn State was looking ahead a little bit? That plays part of it too. Exactly, and it's. I think the not have the bye week probably had people saying, "Hey, maybe we could game plan a little for Ohio State." You know, I know Alabama game plans a little bit for LSU every single week, or they did back, you know, when Les was at LSU and, and stuff. Um, but I think maybe, oh, we could get, you know, go, and I think that is, you know. They just weren't good enough, and the weather, you know, I'm not going to say the weather hurt with all the plays. I think the, the weather hurt with atmosphere and trying to feed off the energy, and if we're in a society that needs to feed off of others, they don't have that Nick Scott type of guy that brings his own juice. You know, I think Nick Scott's an underrated guy of the Franklin error. You know, um, love that guy. Really do. Shout out to Nick. Hey, never had a home to play offense, defense, never really a starter, and then all of a sudden, now he's playing, you know, in the NFL. So, yep, love that guy. Great That's what you need. Too. You need grit at this time. You need grit. Yep. Find a way to make a play. I mean, I mean, even if you guys lose this week, 
You still got at Maryland. You could go beat them. Maryland's a mess right now. And you come back, you beat Michigan, you beat Rutgers, you get, you get right back on track. And, you know, Michigan you're, State's going to be tough, but – You're yeah. more optimistic than me. not lost. You, yeah. guys are, you guys are way more optimistic than me. Like, we could – like, it's a Try cold red to build red you guys right up here. Come on. It's cold red. We could end the season with a losing season after starting it in the first three weeks beating two top ten teams. Yeah, it, listen, to, and I want to make this clear. I did envision a scenario where Penn State started 0-3. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you came out here and said that. I did. Yep. It was possible because they were not a good football team last year. And I thought if they got their doors blown off against Wisconsin, what you saw yes yesterday on Saturday would be the product that was put out against Ball State. Well, okay, okay, let me ask you last question. And I think Ball State's better than Illinois. All right, <laughs> let me ask you this. This is the last question. Um, do you think some of the struggles the last couple of weeks, Iowa, that, do you think this is recruiting misses? And you look at this next class, it's really good class, even though they're going to fall a little bit. They're still going to have a top 10 class. Well, and there's some I really think, good players. Do you think, like, the, the influx of talent and stuff, like, that, you know, and, and, and I know they're off to a pretty good start in 2023 as well. So maybe this is a byproduct, but in the next, like, in two years, will be a better program. Well, I think the, the, the some of the depth, I, I think it's, you know, the old line, I think it's development, attitude, scheme, philosophy meanness you know throw a glass at the at the mirror at some point and say you know we got to be tougher right I'm not saying they're not tough guys i'm just saying be tougher you know i don't want to meet these guys and walking in the dark alley you know <laughs> but you know is are some of them recruiting misses yes yeah, some of them are recruiting misses they'd have a really good another wide receiver option you know if you didn't go play baseball this year yeah, that hurt. You know. All right, he went and played for the Pirates. You know. Yeah. So that's a big one. Yeah. You know, and, and just guys stepping up and making plays. Like, you can't be dropping. Ro- Roberson, we want to talk about, okay, lack of development, everything else. Who knows what happens if two balls aren't dropped on him for first downs? Yeah. I'm a big believer in momentum and single plays matter. Irving Charles doesn't catch that ball in 2016 and McSorley doesn't throw the ball. Tailspin. Tailspin after the Minnesota game. You're getting booed off your own field. <laughs> I'm a big play in sing- I'm a big believer in singular moments have tremendous effects on programs. Case in point, Minnesota kicks a field goal in 1999 to beat Penn State. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. I'm a big I'm a big believer in that. And at the same time, I'm a big believer in Penn State does have guys on that program. And James Franklin brings the energy and he's always positive. You can't get him to be negative. I didn't I didn't try to get him to be negative with my question. I thought it was a fair question. I, I could have phrased it better. Like, is your offensive line, are they nasty and mean enough? They're not going to defend their quarterback. How are they nasty and mean to not run for more than 45 yards or 50 yards, whatever it was against Illinois? but I think they have guys to be able to make plays. And I do think they're going to shock one of the three teams and shock. They're ranked what? 20th shocked. Yeah. I, 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 I think Michigan, Michigan state are decent, but I, I think if Clifford's a little healthier and stuff, yeah, for sure. you know, high state too. I mean, Penn state's max was about number nine in the country. When you truly look at teams, not just like what you get from schedule and things like that, I thought they were max about nine, probably more likely around like 13 in realistic things, just from me watching, you know, football games in my spare time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right. Andrew, I know you, you're busy and stuff. You're not going to Columbus, right? You're not going to the game this weekend. No, I'm not. I'm, t- I'm taking that game off for my birthday and spend some time with family. Cause that's enjoy the most- your weekend. Enjoy your oh. birthday weekend. I hope you don't win Saturday, but I hope that uh, you enjoy it. Are you going to game Friday or are you taking Friday off? No, I'll be on a game Friday. Central York, York High. I'm going there, man. Game of the the year. That's the one I'm at. Oh, I'll see you there. I'll be there too. Uh, Can you recap? What do you think where he was at with all that, B? He was a lot more positive than I am about the the whole thing. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he ripped the whole line. I mean, and, and some of the stuff like there. Like, I get what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, he's right. He just, you got to be good up front. And we should be. Like, there's no reason. But I wonder that, you know, tell me if you think I'm crazy here, too. 
could this be a little byproduct of you've had three offensive coordinators in three years? Yeah. I think three old line coaches in three years. It's not great. A turnover. A turnover is tough. But I mean, Alabama, I mean, that's just Alabama, but I'm just saying like you watch Ohio state and they've had the same old line coach play caller. You know what I mean? Like it just like consistently does help. I don't know. The flip side is like Michigan's DC, Don Brown stunk the last couple of years and they get a new guy and they're good on defense this year. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm shocked. Mike Yurcich is a hell of an OC. He's a hell of an OCB. Yeah, well. Everywhere he's been, he's been good. And he just, he can't figure out the run game. And I'm not blaming all on him. I'm just saying, you know, imagine you could have ran for 200 yards on Saturday. That would have been huge. Take some pressure off your quarterback. He's ding. We're going to be able to, we could put and run the ball all, all season yet. All season. Even it's games good. you won. Yeah. All right. Um, let's just, you know, talk a lot, a lot of Penn State there. But let's let's get into some other games. First off, um, so let's hit a couple other games, and then we'll get into my top ten. So, uh, so Oklahoma, I don't know if you saw the Oklahoma, man. They struggled around 10 nothing to Kansas. I thought we were going to have this crazy upset. They came back and beat them. But I tell you what, I'm not very impressed with Oklahoma. I know that the big game against Kansas, against Texas, but I, they're just very off sometimes. Very, very, very up and down team. I know Caleb Williams struggled a little bit. But, you know, that's going to happen. But I'm just saying, like, overall as a team, like, they're undefeated still. But I'm not super impressed with them. We keep saying that, but they keep winning. They do keep winning. <laughs> so you gotta be like, hey, well, this like now it's not week four no more. Yep. Like, these folks they're they're winning week in and week out. I'm just saying when I see teams like that, a lot of times they eventually they do lose. They might, but until they do, we gotta give them the respect they deserve. I mean okay. winning yeah. one game is hard. <laughs> My co-host here's a little uh little little tough weekend here, man. He went over three. <laughs> It's high school football team coaches have lost. He had his Penn State and the Lions and then the Eagles, man. You know? say, it's hard to win one game at any yeah. level. And shoot, they're undefeated right now. Other other couple games, since he struggled a little bit against Navy. And I know Navy's tough with the option, but you know, Navy's been down a little bit. And uh they struggled a little bit. So um, but they won. So, you know, winning matters. I get that. And then all those two. Dabo got beat. Clemson, man, they're four and three, man. Pitt looks like they're legit. Pitt looks like they're legit. I, I agree. I'm very impressed with Pitt. They get after the quarterback, and then Pickett's like been there for 18 years. You want to talk about Martinez? <laughs> Pickett's been there forever, and uh, and Pickett looks good, man. I, the, the NFL's starting to love him. NFL's talking about maybe he's moving way up the board. In the beginning of the year, we're talking about Spencer Rattler and Sam. Uh, 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 the, the the kid from North Carolina, Sam Howard, Howard, yeah, you, you know, and and so, you know, Pickett looks good, you know, and so and and Pitt looks good. They look the best team in the ACC. Good for them too. I like to see, I like to see Pitt being good. Pitt is a it's a, it's a program where I, I don't I don't understand why coaches don't want to stay. Maybe they're they're not paying big money, but like they it's hard for them to keep. Well, coach. I think it's it's. You don't have that on state that stadium on campus. I think it's you're always you're in a pro city. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like there. But I I think I've always thought Pitt should be is a little bit of a sleeping giant. I'm not saying they're like I always think Pitt Pitt should be like an eight nine win team every year. I really believe that they you know they got great recruiting right around them and they yeah. got a great tradition. You know they do yeah, they got a national title. But what killed them like oh my god Carson Wentz just threw like the worst pick anyway. What killed them was uh, they had a stadium on campus and they tore it down to build the basketball arena. Coach Leonard asked Coach Leonard, our buddy, and uh, and that like kind of killed their mojo. You want that campus, the stadium on, on campus, you know. But like Dabo, I mean, like kind of what I said, Penn State, like their line stinks. Their line stinks. The quarterback struggled and they benched DJ and they went to the other guy and he he didn't do much better. So I don't know what's going on there. So. Good for Clemson to be a mess, man. Uh, you know how you know how I feel about Dabo. I, I won't put it out there, but I'm just Dabo deserves all bad things to happen to him on the football field, not personally. Yeah, another two. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like I can't stand some of the stuff he said over the years, and so they're struggling. I mean, like there's a legit chance I think they might go six and six. They're four and three, and they're not good. They're not good. They're just not good on offense. Their defense is good. 
But that's my worry about right. Penn State going six and six or six and seven right now. <laughs> now, next two, uh, I'm going I'm to mention Ohio State, Bama. You know, I know you think I'm a homer, but Ohio State looks good, man. They're, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders on offense. Defensively, they've improved a lot. Um, and Bama, Bama keeps, you know, rolling. They struggle a little bit with Tennessee, but, you know, they keep rolling. So, you know, everybody, you know, it's been a wacky year, but, you know, both those teams got losses, but the, I think they're both, uh, they're, 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 they're starting to hit their stride right now. So we'll see about Ohio State, Penn State this weekend. But I really think that uh, Ohio State's playing really well. They figured out some things on offense. Something about Ohio State losing early, and then they figure some stuff out. Yeah, I mean, they look they look like they're back to their normal selves. They do. We'll see this. We're gonna see. We're gonna see the next month. They got they got Ohio. They got Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan. You know, in the last you know six games, they you know they got Nebraska. Got to go to Nebraska, which you know they should be able to win, but you never know. We Illinois proved you never know. And then you got Purdue at home. So, you know, they're going to play plenty of quality teams down the stretch here. And, and, we're, and we're going to see where Ohio State is as a program. And that's what Ryan Day keeps saying. He goes, yeah, we're good now, but we got a lot of bigger games. I know Ohio State, I tell you this, B, this week, Ohio State will not take Penn State lightly. They know they take Penn State legit. Because if you look at the last 10 years, the team that's really given them fits is Penn State. Penn State, you know, lost two games back-to-back years by one point to Ohio State. Ohio State could have Got very lucky to win those games. Penn State could have won. So Penn State's beat them once in the last, like, 10 years, but they could have won two other times very close. I mean, three other times. There was one time they had in, went to overtime. So, like, Penn State's been close a few times against Ohio State. So I, I think Ohio State, you know, you got a night game in the horseshoe that the players and the fans are going to be fired up for that. You know, they're going to be really excited to that. So we're going we're gonna to see where that's at. So, all right, let's move into my top 10. Might be a little controversial. It's definitely controversial. Okay, now, now I pick teams. This is how way teams are playing. Now, I, I I don't know if I would pick that if they were in the playoff, but this is you know what I came up with. All right, so one Georgia, they were off this week by game one. I moved Bama up to two, and I know that's kind of crazy, but I did. And then I moved Ohio State to three. I just think they're both playing really well, and they're in the end, they're probably going to be there. I think Ohio State and Alabama. I think Ohio State's going to probably win out. I really believe that. Um, then they're gonna they're gonna make the playoff. I think Bama's probably gonna win out until they play Georgia, and then I think they're probably gonna lose to Georgia. So I put that that's two, that's three, and then I move Cincinnati down, even though they won, they didn't look great. Cincy four, and then Oklahoma five. Go be rip me apart, I guess. <laughs> no, that's terrible. You can't rank teams on how they will finish right now. Like you gotta wait till they actually finish the way that you think they're gonna finish. Okay, Oklahoma. Your Oklahoma, your top five team, you're down 10 nothing to Kansas, who quite frankly might be one of the worst programs in Division One football. You can't be down 10 nothing at half. You slept through a half of football. That's they bad. Won. They won the game. Which I, I don't care. They look like crap. Like, like, like you look like crap. Like, you right, gotta, you're Oklahoma. You're supposed to be better than that. When Ohio State looked like crap, they lost. When and, and I ripped Alabama. them. Did I not rip them? Yes, but you can't have them ranked higher than an undefeated team. I, I I think people people freak out too much about one loss. They're going to get a loss. I, I I think there's a good good chance that they get a loss because I'm just not liking their vibe in their team. Kilt Williams is amazing. Maybe he goes, and he you know, and he he struggled a little bit in the first half. Maybe he goes and just makes something happen. But you know, they have Texas Tech this week. They'll beat them. Uh, Baylor, but then down the road, they got Iowa State and Oklahoma State. They could lose one of those games. I'm just not, I'm just saying, I'm just not like completely sold on them. Um, there's something off. I don't know. Maybe they go undefeated and maybe you're like, oh, you throw in my face. That's fine. And then since he, you know, since he struggled against Navy, Navy's down. Navy's not that good and they struggled. So I'm that's not- what I'm saying. They struggled a little bit and, and I'm not very impressive. Now, now Cincinnati, since he's at four, you know, I think since he will be there closer at the end, but I'm just saying I wasn't impressed with both of them. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying you got to wait till these teams actually lose before you have these one loss teams jump them. I think I that's think. a, that's a, that's a, that's an old school <laughs> thought. That's because a normal thought. I watch, you got to watch the games. You watch the games and you judge them who they are. We're not saying who's the better team here. We're saying who deserves to be ranked where. I agree with you. I think Alabama's probably the second best team in the country, but they can't be ranked that way 
when you got Cincy and, and, and Oklahoma, who's undefeated. Okay. All right. Well, well uh, I, let's see this week. Okay. So let me round out the rest. I had o- Oregon six. Now they survived against UCLA. They tried to give that one away. They should have lost. Right, I mean, just try to give it away. Seven, Michigan. Eight, Michigan State. What do you think of those three right there? Uh, UCLA, I think. No, Oregon, my fault. UCLA should have won that game. Uh, yeah. You got crap. Yeah. Uh, and I feel bad for Chip Kelly because they were going to win the game or at least tie it, and their quarterback got hurt. That yeah. sucks. On the game-winning drive, he gets hurt. And they got to put a backup in. He threw two good passes, and he threw a pick. Just like yeah, that, just blows. I mean, it just sucks. And he's good too. That that quarterback is good. For UCLA. Oh yeah, Thompson Robinson. He's a he's a good player. I like him a lot. Uh, Michigan. I mean, I would have him ranked higher, of course, because you know they haven't lost yet. Uh, and Michigan State, they're that's, they're, they're about eight. They can stay at eight. Yeah, it's a, so Michigan plays Michigan State, so so we'll have that one. We have a good idea. Whoever loses that game, you know, I might not ding a lot, but we'll see how everybody else does. But yeah, like if it's a close game, I'll, I might, they both might even stay in the top 10, but whoever wins, I'll probably move up a little bit. And then nine, I put Old Miss, I only got one loss. And then I put Pitt. You know, AP does not have Pitt as high, uh, but I put Pitt there, man. They look legit. I've seen them play. You know, I think they're playing really well. So I put Pitt 10. I like Pitt, man. Pitt, I mean, I don't know if they deserve to be number 10, but they're playing real well right now. So I don't I don't have a problem with it there. So so this is the AP has it. Georgia one, Cincinnati two, Alabama three. They got Alabama ahead of Oklahoma, Oklahoma four, Ohio State five, Michigan six, Oregon seven, Michigan State eight, Iowa going nine, Ole Miss 10, Notre Dame 11, Kentucky 12. And then Pitt, they got Pitt at 17. I jumped Pitt to 10. I don't know. I'm very impressed with Pitt. I like Ole Miss, man. Lane Kiffin having one of his best seasons ever. Yeah, they're playing well. They're they're playing well, without a doubt. You know, they're playing real well. So so we're going to see. You know, this is all factor out. But, yeah, you know, I I just – it's how I felt about it. You know, we'll we'll reevaluate. I try to reevaluate every week. So let's go on to the games. Coach Way, congratulations. I know you had a rough weekend, but you did go 3-0. Uh, Oregon, UCLA, uh, UNCJ both UNCJ both thought Oregon would win and cover. They did, barely, but they did They did win and cover. Um, Indiana, Ohio State, we both, all three of us said Ohio State would win and cover, and they did. And <laughs> Illinois and Penn State, I can't believe, spread was 23 and a half, Pete. <laughs> Oh, B-Way, you didn't say they were going to cover, though. Hey. You knew you were Disney Lions. Because, man, we didn't we didn't look good going into the game. Like, it was – we can't run the ball. You can't run the ball. You're always going to have trouble. We're never going to have an easy win. That's why I'm in cold red mode over here. Nobody else I, – I don't see what nobody else is. I'm just trying. Honestly, I'm probably code red with you, but I was just trying to be positive for you guys, Penn Staters. <laughs> I don't want to kick you while you're down. Another five and five season. You won four last year. Like this is bad, man. This is we're in a bad place. I love Franklin, man, but Jesus, you can't be on. I mean, okay, all right. Uh, real quick, let's, let's go there. Here's James Franklin's record: seven and six, seven and six. I, the first two years, I don't think anybody would fault him for that. You know, they're coming off sanctions and you know transition. Then he went, goes and wins 11 games. They beat Ohio State that year, and they lost the Rose Bowl. You know, they were right in there in the Rose Bowl, won, won the Big Ten, right? Then he follows up again with 11-2 and two year in 17. Then he follows back a little bit, 9-4, and four, and then they go back and they go win 11 games, win the Cotton Bowl. You know, and, and that, that's, a, that's a good year for Penn State. But then last year, 4-5. and five. Now, you know, I, I tried to give him a pass. They lost 18 running backs. Uh, and then the best player, Michael Parsons, opted out. So, you know, I'm trying to give him a pass. And, and <clears throat> now they sit at five and two. So now they, let's just say they lose Ohio State. They're five and three. So they got, you know, eight games. You got four left. I still think that, you know, you, you beat Maryland. I think you're going to beat Maryland Rutgers. Get, you know, Rutgers does not look good right now. I know you love them. 
but you know that gives you seven. I think you're you're like seven, eight wins, maybe nine. I hope you're right. Michigan at home. The key though is you're right. You guys are so dependent on Clifford and him being dinged. It's hurt. It's bad. It's, it's, I hope you're right. So I don't will. think you're six and six. I think you're eight and four. I think you got four. Wait, okay. So you guys are what? Five, five and two, and, right? Five and two. Five and two. You have seven games. You wait, you have five games left. I think you go three and two. Uh, Maybe worse. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm about to say we just lost to Illinois. Every game is a toss up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That, that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. That's a horrible loss. It's not good. It's not a good like you can't lose Illinois if you're Penn State. You just can't. You know, like once in a while, but you just can't. You know, <laughs> it's just a bad loss. I mean, again, they they rush for like 30 yards a week before against Wisconsin. I mean, just like they look lifeless against Wisconsin. And they come, they got shut out. They got shut out. They got they look lifeless against Wisconsin. You know, and they just you laid an egg. You guys really laid an egg. So let bad teams hang around, and, and that's what happens. Yep. All right, let's go to the picks this week. Okay. Here we go. Let's make some money. Okay. <laughs> Penn State at Ohio State. <laughs> oh, he. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with. Uh, <clears throat> uh, they don't give us much of a chance either. No, well, I'm trying to check here. Let me check something real quick. Um, all right, we're, we're going to go with what I saw. Like, the spread went up 17 and a half. It keeps going up. Uh, you know, seven. let's go 17 and a half. Oh, man. Ooh, that's a lot of points in this game. I just got this feeling, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Ohio State wins, but I think Penn State covers. I know that's crazy. Um, but... You know, if you got any pride as a football team, you take every ounce of energy and focus and you hang around and Ohio State wins like 34-20, 31-17. And so they cover that 17 and a half win. That's right. Go ahead, B. What about you? I don't know if – I don't know when the last time we scored 21 points. So – and Ohio State is scoring a lot right now. Uh, I'm taking Ohio State to win and cover. Wow, <laughs> P-Way cares about his picks now. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, I always was a realist. Okay, here you go, Michigan. The the fight like the fighting Wolverines for Brandon Way. He says, I don't know. Every time you haven't said it on every podcast, well, aren't they college football better when they're good? And I and I do agree with that. But Michigan. At Michigan State, you're going to pick this one first. They're favored by two and a half. Michigan, this is like Michigan's first real test this season, so it's kind of hard to pick. It is, it's uh, a toss-up. Two and a half is like a toss-up. I'll take Michigan to win and cover. Michigan to win and cover for B-Way. Um, and then... Me, I will gonna take Michigan State. I'm going the other way. Uh, maybe it's my homerness because I don't like Michigan, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. I like that. I really like that Michigan State team. They got a running back that's one of the best running backs in the nation. They got a quarterback. You know, I my question with Michigan is their defense is good. I think they're gonna slow them down. My question is, can Cade McNamara make some big throws to win the game? Because Cade McNamara has been an up and down quarterback. I like their quarterback, uh, Payne Thorne for. Michigan State's had some really good moments this year. So can Cade McNamara and Michigan do that? I don't know. I'm taking Michigan State to win and cover. All right, here we go. Florida versus Georgia. It's called the world's largest cocktail party. They play it in Jacksonville. I got to go to this game. Half the fans of Georgia, half the fans of Florida. Georgia comes in really just doing well uh, on fire. Florida, man, Mullins, all this heat. They're getting all this heat. They got this star freshman uh, that Mullins is like didn't want to play, and now he did. Then he finally benched Emory Jones. Nobody knows he's going to start. He better start that kid. I'm going to say I'll go. I think I think I think Georgia wins, but I think Florida covers. I just got this feeling, man. Rivalry game. Mullins pulls out some stuff. 
And I think, I think it's like, again, I think it's a close game. I think it's a, you know, Georgia doesn't score like a, like a 30 to 17 game, a 30 to 20 game. I think Georgia wins, but I think Florida sticks around and covers. Uh, I got Georgia winning. I don't know about covering yet, but Georgia's tough, man. And, and, and their defense is tough. <sighs> Florida struggling. I go Georgia win, but not cover. I'll be like, I guess we'll have the same pick for this one. Okay. All right. This is going to be a great, you know, you got Michigan, Michigan State. You got Georgia, Florida. Then you got Ohio State, Penn State. You got three big ones next week. You know, when we're on here next Sunday. We're going to have a, a really good idea where we're at. You know, Penn State could lose. That's the crazy thing. Penn State could be on a three-game losing streak. You know, Penn State upsets Ohio State. Ohio State's going to be two games. Two losses, they'll be out of the playoff. You know, you got Michigan, Michigan State. Who wins that? They're both undefeated, B. Both undefeated top 10 going to that matchup. Whoever loses that game, they're not. They're still going to be 7-1. and one, But, you know, still, that's a big game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, you know, Georgia, Florida, there's some other great games out there as well. So, it's a big weekend of college football. Well, when we get on here Sunday, we're going to have a good idea where everybody is and where everybody stacks up. We'll definitely have a better understanding. Uh, hopefully, we can. Uh, hopefully, Penn State's not on the third on a, on a, on a, on a three game winning. I mean, losing streak. Not at this point in the season. It, uh, this it's been a rough weekend. Oh my god! Was that? A, no, I can't say. It. Somebody told me to say. It. Was that a nice little laugh? Oh man! See. <laughs> Oh man, it's time to end the podcast. It was fun. Uh, you know, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> this guy's my time dealing with Mr. Wider's out. You know, our time's up. All right, guys. Hey, all right. Thank you. Go ahead, say your 717 thing. Yeah, because I'm not saying we are for a long time. Uh, <laughs> make sure you tune in to everything 717 Sports. Uh, check the website daily for content uh make sure you follow us on all your podcast streaming platforms as well our social media pages 717 sports takes over the world that's, that's the plan go for okay. it okay hey thanks guys for listening um i i look forward to this every sunday actually I, i'm having a blast doing this you know i don't know how it'll work i'm a football coach teacher by day but i am really enjoying it you know penn state fans i don't hate you guys i don't I just like need, need you a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm, only school, only school I hate in this country is uh, Michigan and Dabble a little bit. No offense, Dabble. Sorry, just not a big fan. Rank Ohio State 11th last year. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna like you. Some other stuff you say sometimes. Anyways, so thanks for listening. Um, enjoy the games this weekend. Hopefully, B-Way can get some wins next weekend. Oh, no. And we'll talk to you then. Go Bucks! No, don't go Bucks.